Hello, I, Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 484. On a certain occasion, I understood how very displeased God is with an act, however commendable, that does not bear the stamp of a pure intention. Such deeds incite God to punishment rather than to reward. Make such deeds be as few as possible in our lives. Indeed, in religious life, there should be none at all. I accept joy or suffering, praise or humiliation with the same disposition. I remember that one and the other are passing. What does it matter to me what people say about me? I have long ago given up everything that concerns my person. My name is host or sacrifice, not in words but in deeds, in the emptying of myself and in becoming like you on the cross, O good Jesus, my Master. Jesus, when you come to me in Holy Communion, you who, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, have deigned to dwell in the little heaven of my heart, I try to keep you company throughout the day. I do not leave you alone for even a moment. Although I am in the company of other people or with our wards, my heart is always united to him. When I am asleep, I offer him every beat of my heart. When I awaken, I immerse myself in him without saying a word. When I awaken, I adore the Holy Trinity for a short while and thank God for having deigned to give me yet another day and that the mystery of the incarnation of his Son may once more be repeated in me, and that once again his sorrowful passion may unfold before my eyes. I then try to make it easier for Jesus to pass through me to other souls. I go everywhere with Jesus. His presence accompanies me everywhere. In the sufferings of soul or body, I try to keep silence, for then my spirit gains the strength that flows from the passion of Jesus. I have ever before my eyes his sorrowful face, abused and disfigured, his divine heart pierced by our sins, and especially by the ingratitude of chosen souls. Twice I was exhorted to make myself ready for sufferings awaiting me in Warsaw, the first warning was given interiorly by a voice I heard, and the second took place during Holy Mass. Before the elevation, I saw the Lord Jesus on the cross, and he said to me, Prepare yourself for sufferings. I thanked the Lord for the grace of this warning and said to him, I am certainly not going to suffer more than you, my Savior. However, I took this to heart and kept strengthening myself through prayer and little sufferings so that I would be able to endure it when the greater ones come. October 19, 1935, trip from Vilnius to Krakow for an eight-day retreat. On Friday evening during the rosary, when I was thinking about tomorrow's journey and about the importance of the matter which I was to present to Father Andras, fear seized me at the sight of my misery 
and incapability and of the greatness of God's work. Crushed by this suffering, I submitted myself to the will of God. At that moment, I saw Jesus in a bright garment near my kneeler. He said, Why are you afraid to do my will? Will I not help you as I have done this thus far? Repeat every one of my demands to those who represent me on earth, but do only what they tell you to do. At that, a certain strength entered my soul. The next morning, I saw my guardian angel, who accompanied me throughout the journey as far as Warsaw. He disappeared when we entered the convent gate. Just as we were passing the little chapel on the way to greet the superiors, God's presence took hold of me, and the Lord filled me with the fire of his love. At such moments, I always have a better understanding of the greatness of his majesty. When we took our seats on the train from Warsaw to Krakow, I once again saw my guardian angel at my side. He was absorbed in prayer and in contemplating God, and I followed him with my thoughts. When we arrived at the convent entrance, he disappeared. St. Faustina here writes of always having a pure intention for all that we do. God doesn't like us being duplicitous or deceitful. Faustina writes of accepting the good and the bad things that come to her in her life with equanimity. She overlooks what people say about her. Her vocation is to become like a little host on the paten offered to God as a sacrifice during the Mass. And then Faustina writes of Jesus coming to dwell in her heart at Holy Communion. All of us make a thanksgiving after Communion uh, during the moments when Jesus is present physically in our heart until the uh, host uh, is absorbed into our bodies. But St. Faustina apparently received a special grace in which Jesus would remain in her until her next Holy Communion. And so Faustina reminds herself of Jesus' presence there and seeks to keep him company always throughout the day and the night. She doesn't forget about his presence, as many of us quickly do after we have received Holy Communion. She writes of keeping silence when suffering. Jesus prepared her for an upcoming suffering that she would have to face in Warsaw. She also writes of uh, presenting something to Father Andras, the Jesuit confessor in Krakow. Apparently, her spiritual director in Vilnius, Father Sopochko, was not sure how to discern Jesus' asking her to leave her community and to found a new one. So he asked her to reveal all those things to Father Andras so that he could consult with him about that request of Jesus. Fear seized her because of all that she was being asked to do. But Jesus reassures her that he will help her, that she is to only open her uh, soul to her confessors and her spiritual directors, and then to follow whatever it is they tell her to do. As she traveled to Krakow for an eight-day retreat, she saw her guardian angel accompanying her in a physical way. It's a wonderful reminder for us to call upon our guardian angels and ask for their help and their assistance.
please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.